Hey ladies, how are you all? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Women in English podcast. I am so happy that you're all here and listening and being all dedicated with your English. I unfortunately skipped last week's podcast and I was like, oh, I'm not going to wait until Thursday to record this week's podcast because I missed it and I really do enjoy doing it. So I was like, I'm just going to break my routine and do it on a Tuesday. So this week, as you can see from the title, we're talking about the concept of Silencio Bruno. And I don't know if any of you have seen the new Disney movie, Luca, but if you haven't and you have kids, you have to watch it. It is such a great movie. My daughter is absolutely obsessed with it at the moment. I think we watch it, I reckon, at least like five times a week. Like it's just on repeat. And in this movie, they talk about this concept. Well, they don't talk about the concept, but they they introduce the idea that they label Silencio Bruno. I'm going to be talking about it, obviously, for the whole time in the podcast in more detail and linking it back with your English. But it is something that it just clicked with me and my husband, to be honest. We have been going around our house like for weeks, randomly saying Silencio Bruno. I'll explain to you why later on. But it's something that I thought, hey, this links so perfectly with your English, with your confidence and with increasing your fluency. And it's something that I've been experiencing, obviously not in regards to English, but in regards to other parts of my life. So I felt really inspired to sit here and chat to you girls about it today. Um, we're going to be talking about this and I'm going to be linking these, like giving you a little bit of a, like a my personal experience with this idea of Silencio Bruno in regards to our horse riding adventure. It's been an interesting few weeks, girls. And the last week we actually went horse riding. Most of you have gone ahead and seen the vlog because I vlogged the whole experience. If you haven't seen it, you can like go down to the links below, head over to the Women in English YouTube channel and it's the first video you can see. But I I really came face to face with this idea, Silencio Bruno, when we went horse riding and it taught me a few very interesting things that made me think, of course, of you girls and your English. So we're going to have a chat about that. But before we get started, I just wanted to remind you, I'm still doing my one course a week challenge, even though I've been a little absent lately. And there is a brand new course that I've just done. Now, I haven't spoken about this here in the podcast, but I've been speaking a lot about it over on Instagram. And, you know, up until now, like you girls have been able to access my courses through the Women in English website. But I wanted to give you girls like a little bit more of like a more affordable option. So I have all of my courses, including this new course that I've just, sorry, that I've just launched um, all about how to structure sentences in English regarding like complex compound, um, simple sentences, pronouns, etc. Like how to build simple to very advanced sentences in English. And they're all available on the platform Skillshare. Again, I'm going to link everything below. If not, just head over to Instagram, click the link in my bio and you'll be able to access everything. But in doing this, in accessing my course through Skillshare, it means that you girls are able to get like a one month free membership, meaning you can pretty much, well, you can get 
all of my courses totally and 100% for free for a whole month. And so far, I've got about 18 English courses on the platform. But not only this is that you're going to be able to access every other single course that is possibly available on this platform from, I don't know, you want to learn English, then you want to do Spanish, you want to learn how to do pottery or painting, like there is an extremely vast array of options for you. And it's just like really economical. If those of you who were interested, you can go ahead and check that out in order to complete the courses. And the new course is all about sentence structuring. All right. So like I was saying, I think it was more or less last weekend or the weekend before we went horse riding. Now my niece is totally obsessed with horse riding. She like she has her own horse. Like I'll just say that. Like she has a horse and she's constantly horse riding. So the family is like very supportive of this and we've all started to get into horse riding as well. So last week we had the pleasure, like we were invited to spend the long weekend because it was a long weekend here in Rome in Abruzzo. Abruzzo is more or less like towards the north of Italy in the mountains in a place called Ovindoli. And it's very famous for um, skiing and the like a a white holiday, we would say here in Italy, meaning like a a holiday you take in winter because in winter it snows, therefore it is white in order to go skiing. And we went there and it was absolutely beautiful. And to be honest, we didn't go, Giorgio and I, with the intention of actually horse riding ourselves. We were really wanting to push Mia, well, encourage Mia to, you know, try out horse riding and just like get a new experience. And then very randomly, extremely randomly, we just like, as we opened the door and we found the horse and I was organizing Mia, Giorgio turns to me and he says, we're going horse riding, get ready. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, I'm scared, but we can do it. And what happened is we went on a more or less two-hour horse ride um, through the mountains. The views, girls, were spectacular. Like, if you want to have a look, go and have a look at the vlog. I got, like, pretty much some views. It's not the same as obviously being there, but it was so beautiful. Like, in the middle of valleys of mountains on a horse. Like, it couldn't get more natural than that. But it was extremely beautiful. And... I was presented with a problem. <laughs> I And I didn't realize this until after when I was talking with Giorgio and then editing the footage of the videos of the vlog that I had made. Now, what happened, girls, is I, I was really scared to go horse riding. Nonetheless, I said yes. And this is like kind of part of my personality. Like I... I tend to try to push myself and to do things that like kind of scare me, even though I'm like a bit of a chicken. And I said, yes. And what I realized, like as I was horse riding, it, I, I created the situation to be a very big disaster because I had this panicked voice in my mind telling me, oh, now the horse is going to get angry at you and like kick you off his back or, oh, don't do that because then the horse is going to do this. And I just had this very fearful negative voice in my mind narrating the reality of the situation. So 
what happened in that moment and I didn't realize honestly girls like I did not realize this until days after like I reckon even a week after where I luckily vlogged and then like Georgia like we were talking about I was like oh my god because in that moment I I felt extremely justified I was on the horse I was freaking out I was just like literally girls like literally screaming for help again watch the vlog you, you know what I'm talking about but like I was I was losing my mind And I felt justified. I felt like, well, this is what's happening to me. Look, like it's so scary. My horse is behaving in this way. And I was really seeing a distorted view of reality and literally like completely taking the responsibility to change the situation in order to make it very negative. Whereas just by a change of attitude, and a change of voice, the situation actually could have been extremely different. And what happened was days after, like I said, I was sitting there and I was editing the vlog. And actually before this, Georgia, we had a bit of a chat and Georgia was like, you know what, like, you're not a person that's scared. Like you've done some pretty risky things. Like, you know, you came here at 23, you left your family, you've made some big changes in your life. You, You don't tend to be a scared person. Why is it that you know, you, you had this behavior, like what's going on. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like what is going on? And I started doing like a little soul searching. And then I was, I was editing the vlog and I saw, because the vlog, obviously like girls, it was super, super long. And like, I edited a lot of stuff because I tend to talk like way too much. And I was watching like, you know, my little conversations with my camera, i.e. you girls. And I noticed All I kept doing was being like, oh, and I'm never going to go horse riding again. And it was so bad. And I was so scared. And my horse did this and poor me, la-di-da. And I was like, what, is that me? Like, am I saying that stuff? You know, when you say something, you don't realize. And then someone like films you and you're like, oh my God, is that, is that what I look like? Like, is, is that how I make people feel when I talk? And I started realizing that, I was like in this trance of these negative of this negative voice that I had in my head and I was like you know what like I chose to see this experience in that way because I chose to filter my perspective through oh, your horse is going to kill you, like through this bad voice. And I could have done it very, very differently. Like I was even looking at Georgia. He was, he was scared just like me, but he was like trying to enjoy the experience. And he was on his horse and like he was making jokes. And, you know, he managed even to do like the, the horse ride on the way back that I gave up. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. It's way too hard. And as I was editing, I started thinking of the concept of silencio Bruno. Now, the idea of Silencio Bruno, it's taken from the movie Luca, and the scene is this, that, oh God, you know, I hope I remember. For those of you who have watched Luca and you're hearing my, hey, this is where Silencio Bruno came from and realize it's a mistake, I apologize. I watched it. So I was just bragging how many times I've watched it. I'm like, what is the exact scene that I saw this in? I'm going to do my best, but it's going to fit our example. Okay. So the scene that this happens in is they're trying to construct a Vespa and his friend Alberto, Alberto, Alberto wants to kind of ride this scooter off a cliff into the water pretty much. And he says, Hey, Hey, like you try to do it. 
to Luca and I, Alberto, will hold the wooden ramp in order to give you enough lift to fly into the sky. And Luca, much like my horse experience, literally like was like, hey, no, like I'm too scared. And Alberto said, silencio Bruno, say silencio Bruno. And then Luca was like, silencio Bruno. And the idea is they identified the, I'm so scared, I can't do it, that voice as a person. And they called that voice Bruno. And they said, be quiet, Bruno. I've got to do something like, get out of my head, Bruno. I don't want to hear your voice because I want to do this thing that is maybe different to what I normally do. And I don't want to hear these negative thoughts. So this this is what the idea of Silencio Bruno is. It's the concept of I like being aware that you're thinking negatively or being aware that you're having limited limited thoughts and to be able to detach yourself from those thoughts in order to, one, give it a name because it's no longer you, it's an external entity and tell them, shut up because I don't want you. I don't want these thoughts. And I just think like the reason why we're watching it pretty much 10 times a week is because I want my daughter to learn this. I think that it is so, so, so empowering to understand the concept that you can choose what you think. And just because your voice, your Bruno or your Bruna is telling you that something is scary, that something is dangerous, that you don't have to do it. It doesn't mean you have to listen and you have the choice to say, okay, Bruna, I got you. I'm going to do what you say or shut up, Bruna, get out of the way because this is more important. And for example, the experience that I'm talking to about in regards to horse riding, uh, I I listened to my Bruna and I said, okay, Bruna, that's cool. You're telling me this. I believe you. And what happened to me when I said I believed you is my my whole situation changed in order to support that negative belief, which meant, okay, Bruna says, Gaia, you're so scared and it's dangerous what you're doing. And I said, yeah, you're right. Okay. I believe you. So then I started feeling nervous, which made my horse feel nervous, which made me see everything in a very scary and negative way, which turned out that a very positive and new experience ended up being, I'm never going to do that again. It's the worst thing ever. And when I think back on horse riding, I tend to think back on, I felt so out of control. It was scary because I listened to Bruna and linking this like this is like the main point of this podcast obviously like linking this to your English I thought you know for years I (coughs) sorry girls I'm almost better but for years I've been talking to you girls about like building confidence and feeling good and accepting your mistakes and I found that you know this is all the same concept But a lot of the times the terminology you use to explain something literally, you know, can make the world of difference. So this idea of silencio Bruno, 
I really feel is a, a very effective and different way to help you understand this particular concept I talk about all the time. The same thing happens to you girls with your English. Now, how many of how many of you or how many times have you been speaking in English and maybe you make one mistake and then, you know, what happens? You say in your head like, oh, no, I made a mistake. And then you you do something else and you say, oh, no, like she's looking at me funny and now I'm going to make a disaster. And this voice gets louder and louder and this voice narrates what's going on but through narrating what's happening while you're speaking English it's choosing whether to narrate and create something very negative or narrate and create something very positive and so many times when students are saying well Gaia how do I build my confidence or how do I get rid of my block this is a key example of how you can do it the first thing that you want to do is really literally Try to give it a name, like here, Bruno. Try to give this voice a name. Try when you're speaking English and you start to hear that negative voice, detach from it. And through giving it a name, you are detaching from it because you're shifting from I think this to, for example, Bruno is telling me this. And already when you see that voice as something that is outside of you and not who you are, then you have a choice. You start to introduce the concept of choice because it's difficult when you say, well, that's me. That's who I am. We tend to think that if we are defined by something, it means that we can't change it because we're just like born that way. But when we think, oh, well, that's somebody else. That's their problem. I can choose if I want that or I don't want that. There is something that like we, we're instilling choice. It's something that is more powerful. It's something that, you know, en- enables us to understand, you know, what particular situation we want to create. So when you feel those negative feelings coming up with your English, try to take a step back, take a deep breath and just listen to what's going on. Just try to notice what's going on and try to detach from it, like here, giving it a name. And then the next step is to say, okay, you're there. You're like a you're like a bad friend that doesn't get the point that I don't want to be friends anymore. Like I've messaged you a few times saying, "Hey, I don't want to hang out," but you're not understanding and you keep coming back. That's who Bruno is. So there's no point sending him another message and telling him to go away, right? Cuz she just they're not understanding. So you just want to accept that they're there. And be like, "Okay, hey Bruno, you're there. I don't care." And you want to make the choice to to say silencio Bruno, to to block out that voice, make the choice that you don't necessarily have to listen to that voice and start listening to another voice. Maybe start saying like the opposite things that this voice is telling you because in doing this, you start understanding, oh, well, just because this negative voice is telling me this, it doesn't mean that it's true. There's also another option. And this is so important when talking about your English because if for if you're having a conversation in English and you know you're getting all conscious about your mistakes and Bruno's telling you that you're a complete failure and you say okay like oh I'm going to die and you just stop talking but if on the other hand you have another voice that says it's okay you made a mistake keep going hey don't worry who cares if you make a mistake she's understanding you hey make more mistakes because you're going to learn hey ask this person a question if you don't understand something 
we have two different perspectives of the situation. Situation number one, I'm so blocked with my English. I can never talk. I'm going to give up. Situation number two, hey, like, yeah, I, oh my God, I make so many mistakes with my English, but I'm learning and I'm happy with that. And when I speak English, though I make mistakes, I take it as a positive experience because I know that it means that I'm growing. I know that it means that I'm improving and I don't feel like my mistakes are me. If I make a mistake, it's not because I'm wrong as a person. It's not because, you know, I've done something bad. It's simply because I'm learning something new. And what you start doing over time is building a memory around your English, a memory that now, for example, if you look back and I might say to you, okay, so when was the last time you spoke English? You'd say, oh my God, it was the worst. I spoke to my boss and I started crying because I didn't know what to say. And if you're constantly listening to Bruno, you're constantly building memories around your English that are extremely negative. So every time you speak English, you automatically remember the last time you spoke English. It was a disaster. Your body's programmed for survival and you say, hey, no, I'm not going to do it anymore. But if you start building positive memories around your English by saying, silencio Bruno, I'm going to choose to see this in a different situation because you're not always right. Once, twice, three times, it's going to happen that you look back and say, oh, what was the last time I spoke English? Hey, oh God, yeah, like I keep confusing present perfect and past simple, but you know, in that conversation, I learned a new phrasal verb or I made a new friend or I started to feel more confident and you start building a positive perspective around your English, a positive memory around your English and you start finally detaching yourself from the thoughts of negativity, which is where you start to build confidence because then you don't care. You really don't care if you make a mistake. You really don't care if like you forget a particular word. You're not attached to that anymore and you're seeing things in a brand new way. So ladies, I hope that this started to, you know, bring some thought around how you're feeling and how you're thinking when you're talking in English. And I hope that it gave you like a feeling of, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to try it. Like maybe it can help because this is this is really what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to keep repeating the same concepts regarding confidence and regarding blocks, but using different words because sometimes words represent a different language. So many times I've spoken to students and I've said the word cup, for example, and they're like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And then I say glass and they're like, oh, that's what you mean. And they go click. So for those of you who are going click, I'm super happy (laughs) in this moment. I hope it did help you. Um, Thank you so much, all of you for being here and listening to this podcast and supporting this podcast. Um, I'm really, really like overwhelmed and grateful for all of the support I'm getting with the podcast. It really did start off just as like, oh, I've always wanted to do a podcast. It's super cool. Let me do it for fun. And I didn't think that like you guys were actually going to like it this much. So I'm very, very happy. And yes, thank you for being here. Sorry if my voice is a little more husky. For those of you who are learning the new vocabulary on Instagram reels with me, husky meaning like a deep and raspy voice. Sorry if my voice is a little more husky than usual. I'm hoping next week it is going to go totally back to normal, but 
that's okay. I, <laughs> I'm here and I'm happy to be here. So yes, that's it. Well, I'm going to wrap up my rambling little chat with you. Just a quick reminder again, for those of you who do want to get those discounted courses and check out the brand new English course, all about how to construct sentences in English, you can go over and check out the links below. I'm linking here, but maybe if you're like listening to this from like Spotify and Apple, you might not see this information. So you can just head over to the Women in English Instagram, click my bio and get everything you want to look at over there. Um, oh, I didn't tell you. Originally, when preparing for this podcast, I asked you girls if you had any questions and I was going to answer them in the podcast. However, I got a lot of questions and I don't think that I like my voice is going to support me continuing the podcast this episode any longer. But for those of you who are interested in getting those answers to those questions, you can head over again to Instagram and I have done a video for you where it was alive and I've reposted it as a video and you can go ahead and check out all of those answers and that's it. Okay, I will stop talking. Thanks so much for being here, ladies, and I'll see you and talk to you all next week.